Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. This is Old School on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Old School. I want to read something before we get to Jay Foreman in this space. Uh, Whitney Lonstein uh, just posted this and we'll read along. Said, hi, Husker fans. I'm coming here to clear the confusion and rumors that you may have heard about my status on the volleyball team. With that being said, I've thought long and hard about my decision and took the holidays with my family to clear my mind. But I have decided to step away from the volleyball team to focus on myself and be with my family and continue to heal due to the passing of my dad. I cherish every single moment with my teammates. They're going to be some of my best friends and will continue to be. I will miss playing in the Bob with my teammates. It will be something I will remember forever. But I think it's important to put myself first, uh, put, put yourself first before you commit to something big. Thank you, everyone, for the unconditional love and support. The Huskers fan base is unlike any other. So there's that news for you. So we read what was it. that? Whitney Lowenstein. We read that from her. Those are her words. Um, so I said we, we talked earlier about Harper Murray, uh, the number one player in the country, who was a part of it, and she's coming, and Whitney Lowenstein will not be there. Uh, this year and Let's heal up. Out. Yeah, just take time, heal up. First things first. Take care of you before you try to take care of everybody else. And the Husker fans, especially the, the the good ones, will understand and support you. We will be rooting for you, Whitney. No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, um, good people all the way around. Jay, what'd you decide? Some, some Texas said they want you to talk about three three five. Yeah, we'll do a little three three five, man. What's on your mind? Because I, I I know you I mean, get it's... fired up when you start talking about defensive schemes Uh-oh. and the possibilities. Yeah, I mean, they, it's it's uh, what Coach White knows and what he's played. First of all, he played in it and he knows, and that's what he's always done. So, you know, I assume by a pretty good guesstimation, that's what we're going to run. And, uh, you know, I think he probably feels pretty comfortable with what they have on the maybe outside or back end because I guess playmaking ability. Um, probably need to shore up the tackling of, of a couple of players. Um Obviously, they've signed a lot of outside guys, so it gives you some flexibility from a body standpoint, schematic standpoint, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, hopefully for good health and depth on the second level. So it gives you a lot of flexibility. It's really it's going to be really interesting to see how much is a standard three three five, um, how they play it, and how they deal with, in theory, a lot of downhill, in-between-the-tackles type of run games. Um, that on the surface 
the three three five sometimes doesn't play well against. But I think if you teach it well enough and you have the guys that you know want to go and, and do well, I think you'll be fine. I don't think there's it's three three five and the three four. I don't envision much difference because if you got a two like a a team that comes out in twenty two personnel. I imagine you have three defensive linemen, two bigger outside guys, and two two stack linebackers or something like that, you know. And then with the safety, you're able to kind of fill in and be an alley player, so forth and so on. So I think it gives you flexibility to adjust. Um, you got to have guys that can run. You got to be length, uh, which you've seen in some of the recruits. Um, but then also you got to be able to uh, be be pretty complex. And, you know, if you, you face some teams that you know like to throw the ball, well, in theory it was Purdue. Um, you never know what Wisconsin's going to do because they just landed four quarterbacks through the portal. So, you know, first and foremost, you know, you, we have to be able to stop the run. That starts up front uh, with the defensive line. So it doesn't matter if it's three guys or two guys if it's nickel um, or four defensive linemen. So, uh, you know, I think Coach White knows every scheme out there. You can have three, three, five personnel, but you can play four, three front. So you can play a three, four front. Uh, you could do a multitude of things. So, ultimately, the players have got to play, and they got to get them ready to play. Um, I'm just really interested to see, um, you know, what it looks like going into, the, I guess, you know, spring, spring ball, at the, you know, what it looks like. You can get a little bit of guesstimation, but then what it looks like that first game because you coming out the gate, you got Minnesota that's an established program, good offensive line, uh, quarterback's gone, Tanner Morgan, but – the guy behind him is probably really more explosive and more of a threat. some problems here, yeah. And they always are going to have a running back, and they're going to get healthy with their big-time receivers, not one receiver, receivers, along with that up-and-coming defense. Scheme-wise, you know? they're a problem for Nebraska. Or they were. They were the mid, the mid zone, and, and they just kept running, and, and they this out-formation Nebraska kind of, you know, banana in a tailpiped them. Uh, Nebraska came and played well the first half, but then Minnesota made an adjustment, and Nebraska never really adjusted both in schematics and also the players. You know, and so it'll be interesting to see what Coach White and staff does, and um, you know where he takes it. And it's just the first you know step, but you know at Nebraska, you know you don't have a year off to kind of you know lose a whole time. You got to come out winning. What? How difficult is it with? A new coaching staff implementing an entirely new system, entirely new verbiage, entirely new workout programs, uh, nutritional su- suggestions in workspace, practice routines and yeah, drills, all of those things that. in place. And then the thing about the three two five is that, as you said, it is fluid. It is yeah. fluid. It never should look the same. That takes longer to teach. It takes longer to coach because you need yeah. more players who do more things differently and better than they ever have before. How long would you, do you think it'll take for them to get this new system into the hands and minds of these new Huskers? Uh, I mean, I think it's a match kind of made in the sense of it's only going to take as long as the the players and the coaches you know make it because it's a relationship right so you want the players to be able to be attentive and want to learn more you should you know everybody's starting with the blank slate so you got to compete in the classroom you got to compete in the weight room all that stuff so it's going to take a little time to get the true confidence in that and that's the chicken and the egg thing you know you know do you need success or or, or realize success before you really really confident in it but Ultimately, 
you know, it's, it is defense now. I mean, let's not let's not uh, you know make this into something that it's not. And so you know, I think that the the players, you know, obviously are going to have to embrace it, step up and uh, learn it. And I think being fixated on what the base alignment three three five uh, would probably do yourself you know, injustice. Now, granted, in in theory, right, the three three five is better against spread teams. So that'd be like the Big Twelve, Pac twelve and all that, because it gives you kind of more athletic smaller athletic hybrid types out there. But um, you know, if you if you have it and you can adjust it, then you can play against the run you know at the end of the day well you're moving people around which yeah. makes you a little bit at, at the, at the <laughs> a little end, bit more helpful at the end of the day we have got to be physical that's number one and we have got to be able to get off blocks number two and we have got to be able to finish is, so it is doesn't the, matter is the three three five a physical defense it, it, defense is physical if you make it ask michigan you know, well, well, but I mean, Michigan put up a lot of yards, but yeah, I mean, you can bring it to them, but I mean, ultimately, it's different depending on the personnel. I mean, ultimately, you have got to be physical in any defense. You couldn't be running. You're like, okay, so here's an example at the pro level. Buffalo. Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to re grow your hair in two to four months and both are available from roman for just a dollar a day just complete a free online visit roman connects you to a u.s licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan then roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging not just once but every month so guys are you roman ready for a thicker fuller head of hair go to row.co slash regrow do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. Generally runs a, like, a, like a nickel defense, 4-2. Mm-hmm. You got to be physical. They weren't physical at times, you know, against the Dolphins when they played on Christmas Day. They weren't physical at times. So you've got to be physical. That's what – when you play defense, you got to be physical. So really I would ask people, if, if we're running a 3-3-5 – we still only have three defensive linemen. Now, the size and what they expect out of those, that's what I'm more interested in. The body, not the body types, because I always felt like. The interior three is pretty rock solid in what you do with them. The, it's, the, not, it, it's, it's not the, It's not because if you look at what he did, he had he didn't have any big guys, so he had to manufacture. His nose tackle was 5'11", 260. I'm more interested in the C where guys line up with the three guys and what they look like because that can let you look into the future. Are there really only two big guys and an in-between guy that then eventually he's a defensive end and then you got kind of an elephant defense a la Charles Haley, Ricky Jackson when he played back. I'm well, when you look when you look at the When you look at the roster as it currently stands. You don't know. You don't know. Well, you got, you got Nash, you got Ty, you got Buckley, you got Judy, right? Um... Text line 402-464-5685. If there's any other defensive linemen that I haven't mentioned, we're interior guys. Mm-hmm. Do you spread those four, five, six guys out of three positions or it's two? 
and then one guy is kind of like your boundary defensive end, mm-hmm. right? So he would be 265. Well, that's the same thing you'd be doing in a 4-3, except for now you have a guy standing up. So, I, I mean. And having a 255-pound edge setter who could also drop in coverage in the flats. And really, to be honest with you, you got to play well on first and second down against the run, and then you're you're playing nickel defense anyways. Texas Jeremy says this. Says, we go against it here in Texas. It can be difficult to run against, like poking a wasp nest. Fast, quick gap players uh, coming out of nowhere uh, for our O line to pick up uh, in space to block. It so, can be, yeah. It can. It uh, can be. You know, if it's see. Here's the thing. I guess to answer your question, you can manufacture a run defense by doing a lot of stunts and, and slants and stuff like that. What you cannot do as a defensive line or a front is slant and stay blocked. Mm-hmm. So you. If, so if, so if me and DP are slanting to cross Austin's face to mm-hmm. our right. Mm-hmm. We can't just keep running to that computer. Over I can't there. get flat. I can't also get get Listen, turned. We got to get our. Square. I can't get we turned to get the sideline. We got to get where we're going, yeah. square our pads up, and start playing football. Yeah, and yeah. you got to own your gap. So it doesn't matter. In you know, realistically, uh, you know what front you play. It'll be interesting to see how it, how it holds up. And, and you have guys, to know what your teammates are doing. You, well, that's in every defense, but yeah, in particular well, this, in this particular, one, in yeah. particular this because you're down a big body, but then. Also, your personnel, do you change the way you play your three-three-five based on two inside linebackers that have been fairly productive, but they're coming off of injury, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So, so you got to – and then if you have a plethora of guys that you believe in on the back end, or do you play towards that? You know what I'm saying? Do we have a Gifford, maybe a, you know, a Buddha Wright, where he's a the ultimate hybrid. Where Buddha's, I mean, he every time I see him, it seems like he's getting taller. He's six four and a half, six five. Yeah, I saw him Sunday, and yeah, he's he long. gets up to two twenty five, two thirty. Now you're playing now, and he can really run. Now you're covered. Now he can cover. Now he can, you know, blitz. He can be that kind of X factor. You know, obviously barring health. So you gotta, you've got to curtail it every single year. To your personnel. That's why New England is always really good. That's why Pittsburgh is always really good, generally on defense, because even though they run their base front, say mm-hmm. three four or four three, New England changes like week by week and getting you know half by half. Yeah, they curtail it to their personnel. Is there going to be a need for certain players on the roster to change their body types? All of them, right? That, the right? offensive linemen, you better get in shape. Nuri, hey, you my boy, man. You better get in shape, dog. Cause I I met old boy on on down there at that uh, Remington thing. Olu, yeah. yeah, you got you got a lot, you got a little way to go, but you can do it. They all need to get in better shape. Can it be done in four it, months? It, most definitely. The game in the games don't start until uh, what August. So how many months is that? Well, seven seven, seven months. Can yeah. it be? Can it, it be starts, done? Right, yeah. yeah, it should have started when after the season was over. Well. You had look, here, but here's what I here's after what, Thanksgiving you ain't playing no more. Well, but here's what we what we know to be true, and I can tell you, having had eyes on on that team Sunday night, there are a lot of them that had surgeries and procedures that they're recovering from now. Yeah, well, I mean that's but that's part of the game. But even though you're along the recovery process, you can still change your body type so you're not behind the eight ball when the season comes. Because at the end of the day, Minnesota don't care. So you have got to you have got to be leaner, mm-hmm. which then will allow you to play longer and harder, which then in theory will let you be more physical. Mm-hmm. You will be quicker. You will be you know a better athlete. You can't be around here. You know I don't care if you're 16 or not. You can't be walking around 330 pounds. 
I mean, dude, they ain't even dudes in the NFL that big. It, it is a thing, right? I Look, we, we looked at Michigan and we, we thought, oh, my goodness gracious, this dude is legitimate. Like, I – from so, all so of the D line, you I mean, you got guys that gotta you know get in, you know change their body types, and they should want that because I think there's all you're, I think a lot of kids, or a lot of guys on the team, even if you now there's also been guys that have played here that didn't do themselves a, a service where they needed to get bigger, and then they didn't commit to it. Mm-hmm. So as much as we can talk about they need to get leaner, there was guys that didn't do it for themselves, well, or for the team. I think a lot of guys that need to kind of change their body types, both trim up and get leaner or get, you know, bigger, faster, and stronger are in a gray area. I always talk, always talk about this gray area and always my analogy is when you're taking off and you first, you're going up to the clouds and you're kind of in turbulence. And then there's never, you never know if it's going to take five minutes or 45 minutes. They're in that gray area because they're in there and they're trying to do it. So they haven't, receive the fruits of their labor they haven't say oh this is what coach Derek meant but like i need to get in better shape Mm -hmm. this is they don't have that aha they haven't had that aha moment when they have it and some of those are additional moments like bowl games where you can actually well well, it's like oh well what you know as an athlete when you're in better shape than the year before or it it, it could be simple that okay i pr'd or i i went up 50 pounds in my squat from last Mm -hmm. year well when you can really move somebody out of there as a as an offense and defense alignment, you're like, okay, that's where it's at. Or, oh, I'm not as fatigued in the third quarter versus last year. These are the checkpoints that you should always be having as an athlete in any sport. And and I think some of what happened here on this program is that that there were players that didn't know what in shape looked like or felt like. Well, you just never know. And yeah. and that's something that you know mm-hmm. that you when you learn your body you become a in a, when i learned how to when i became more mature when mm-hmm. i kind of really just started to kind of evaluate everything so then you know then i became i knew what i needed to do and didn't that just comes with maturity it comes with accountability and it becomes to giving myself to my team because i have to do it for them because ultimately i'm going to do whatever it takes to win that it it, it. That is it. That is a lesson that isn't often often learned. Uh, we'll throw it a break here. We'll close out old school by paying tribute. Yesterday was was the birthday of one of the greatest humans to ever live, and today, one of the greatest athletes of all time celebrates a birthday. His 80th birthday. We'll pay a small tribute to that athlete when we come back.